Hello, and welcome back to the Thoughts and Translation podcast. It's, you already know what's going on. You already know my name. Um, my name is Kadra. I'm your host. And in today's episode, very poorly planned episode, might I add, <laughs> we're going to be talking about questioning um, if things are like worthy of your input, like energetically, right? So this could mean time. This could mean money, this could mean love, you know, all that, type of, all that type of stuff, at least that's how I'm viewing it, right? So, Venus is in Capricorn, I'm an astrology bitch, I'm gonna fuck, I'm an astrology bitch till I die, till I die, I'm an astrology bitch, and I'll go fuck, right? So Venus is in Capricorn. I am an earth placement. I only have one fire placement and one water placement. Everything else is earth. So I'm having the, the, the best time, jolliest time. I feel so happy. I feel so at peace. This is such an amazing... Oh, I just saw an angel number. Uh, this is great. So, but with Venus retrograde going around and it, it being in Capricorn and Capricorn being a sign that's so heavily like... I always attribute with like self-worth, right? I've been really thinking about this. Like, I have been thinking so much about my own value and um, how, like, I want to feel about that and how I want to perceive that. So, when you think of something of value, think oftentimes it's not necessarily something that's easily accessible and also something that is something that stays for a very, very long time. And I think I subconsciously implemented that practice with th- with a lot of things in terms of how I viewed, like, friendships and romantic endeavors is like i am going to stick by this person because if i do it with multiple people then you know like i it, it's a waste of my energy i'd rather just stick with this person stick with their problems and do all that type of stuff which is great um but i didn't love myself so i ended up being with people who saw the potential in me that i didn't see in myself at the time and who took a lot of advantage of me um a lot took a lot of advantage took advantage of me that's good english and now I'm left with these repercussions, and these repercussions are insecurities, right? Unconscious, un- like unconscious insecurities that I have. Um, I believe this is not like the right term, but I believe in exposure therapy. I think when you've been hurt by a certain thing, and like the only way you really know the extent in which you've been hurt by it is if you've been exposed by it, exposed to it, right? And um kind of was in a whole very toxic very um selfish person (laughs) for like two years um quick rundown made me feel very crazy made me feel very um like i was asking for too much the only thing that mattered was um how that person felt my feelings absolutely had like absolutely no regard right and um i feel like the person really took advantage of the fact that i did not have a lot of stability and they were like the only stable thing in my life and whatever whatever if you are listening to this yes i am talking about you um if you think it's about you and you're not sure then it's not you but (laughs) i'm kind of i I didn't i never wanted to talk about it because i always felt like the person always listened but that's not a me problem that's a them problem you can take accountability for your own actions later um not my issue nor is it my problem but now i'm left with like this these abundance of insecurities and for me because 
I'm very like I'm I'm a relatively secure person like in myself just romantically I don't feel secure at all right so on everyday basis as a friend I know I'm a good friend as a family member I know I'm a good family member I'm good to myself I have like a good work ethic like I'm a good person right um and I'm secure within that but then romantically I'm like now riddled like <laughs> this crazy amount of insecurity it's like not even fathomable and um I noticed this because like I get so in my head like I try to convince myself in my head that the person who <laughs> shows obvious signs that they like me and that they want to be with me I literally will self-sabotage fuck myself over um and to kind of create this narrative that nobody likes me right because I'm like too much I'm too needy I'm too clingy and that I'm undeserving of these things or I try to convince myself that like oh, I have too many issues like I'm, I have too many problems like I'm too messy um you know like and I keep like just going back into that state and then like self-sabotaging right and that's not a good thing and that is a byproduct of the insecurities that I felt after leaving like a very very toxic situation and now with some good old-fashioned exposure therapy so that putting myself out there I have figured I kind of figured it out and now I'm able to be like hey these are very irrational thoughts and they're very self-destructive they are very very self-destructive and that is not a good thing my love that's not good don't be self-destructive like so how where where do these thoughts originate from right and how could we let go of them and i feel like i have a thing and i think a lot of people have this thing too where they take accountability for things that have absolutely nothing to do with them and that's exactly what i do a lot i take accountability for things that have absolutely nothing to do with me right but because it because i want to fix it that's my thing is i want to fix it i want a solution to my problem i don't want to stay like this anymore but little do i know that taking accountability for something that isn't even my responsibility to take accountability over is far it, it creates more problems right because then now i have a warped uh, view of myself i have a warped view of self-perception i think that i'm like doing all these terrible things to myself and that isn't the case and i have to go to understand that this person hurt me i'm hurt by the actions of this person by the words of this person right and i feel like i never want to be put into a position where i feel powerless or where i feel weak but that's not the case at all and i have to keep reminding myself that and that's a life lesson that um i'm honestly clocking right now as i'm speaking about it right like just because somebody did something that hurts you does not make you weak if anything, it reflects on the character of other people because they lack that self-awareness to feel comfortable enough to do things that hurt other people, right? So, and then not feeling remorse for it. I have this thing I kept on saying, like I keep, I keep I've been saying in the past two weeks, like, I'm always like, I don't think they understand how much it hurt me because I take accountability for it, right? Or... I clock it, I clock the lesson, and I leave, I remove myself from that environment in a more healthy way, right, like, in terms of friendships. I clock it, I peep the patterns a little bit more, I remove myself from the situation, and I call it a day, right, and it's a very, like, and then I do my healing on my own time, 
nothing messy don't see how much it's hurt me all that type of stuff but then now it kind of feels like i'm at a point where it's like am i enabling these people's behavior by like what's it called by not showing them how much they've hurt me right and how much they fucked up like am i enabling it and to which it's like no like it's not my responsibility to fucking teach other people's children life lessons and how to take accountability for things and for them to understand that they fucked up right that had to have absolutely nothing to do with me if anything the biggest l that they could take is having me in their life and me not being there anymore right because like i know my value and i know my place and i choose not to waste energy on that anymore but then now (laughs) it's like i have like these all these insecurities and now instead of it being this person's presence it's the pain and the wounds that i'm left with and it feels kind of like i'm left with these wounds and i feel like i'm in love with them all these things and all these things that this person made me feel like it's true right and it feels like they're winning and it's like a competition but then that's also like a mindset that you have in like a very toxic relationship everything feels like it feels like a game everything feels like a game like who can win it's like a power trip that's all it is the whole time it's just it's it's just a power trip and that's not healthy that's not a healthy way of thinking at all so now this type of thought process and those feelings and those emotions and taking accountability of other people's actions do not deserve my value my time or my energy or anything right because those are unhealthy and those aren't good for me and on top of that it is a very 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 draining task to constantly have to think 10 steps ahead of another person or constantly have to understand what this person's intentions with me are like no you should know clear cut by actions or by words and by all these things what this person's intentions with you are right and then not like waste time with it and now i can understand that now i can implement that and i won't have to deal with like literally like the other night literally last night before i recorded this episode um i was gonna record it last night but i got so in my head to the point that i was crying like i was crying and i'm like this is not a normal thing to do right to overthink like whether you're worthy of anything or if people care about you or if people are just like using you for whatever for like for their own benefit or not being able to understand how people that's not a normal thing right and i feel like now i said it in the podcast and like i deserve healthy love you deserve healthy love and on top of that you deserve support through the healing right because when you're exposed to only toxic shit you need to heal so much you deserve support understanding and patience throughout the healing process and you also like deserve to see yourself healed right and 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 you are worthy of that and you can let go all these old thought patterns that you know are draining you right i think the second thing i'm also asking myself a lot is is this even worth it is this even worth it let me tell y'all something. I am the queen of if I am unhappy and something's disrupting my peace, I'm a dip. <laughs> and now that is reflecting into my career. Um and I always ask myself, like, am I on the right path? Am I on the right career path? Am I on the right this? Am I on the right that? These are my goals financially. Is this a good thing that I'm in like 
I'm investing to because the only thing I can truly invest in right now is myself right because I'm not at a point where I'm making enough passive income to truly invest largely into anything so the only thing I can truly invest right now is time and time and effort into things um and I'm like oh like I'm so protective of that now so protective of that now because that's all I have right I'm not like nearly close to like annual like amount of money that I want to make which is perfectly fine like everything's a everything's like what a ladder like a step up right you know and I'm just building myself I'd rather for it to build slowly over time than for it to like shoot up really quick because the faster it shoots up the faster it goes down so whatever it's it's all in God's will but I'm at a point where I'm like only thing I can invest into is my time oh and I'm like where do you see yourself next year and I'm like I see myself doing xyz okay so what are you doing now temple I'm like I'm doing this one singular thing and I'm like you need to be doing more because that's what you truly want to invest into and now I'm like looking at like my like what I'm investing my my time into to make money and I'm like this is not this is not this is not what I want to do and this is also not something that's long term so it feels like it's a waste of energy I feel like because I'm speaking so vaguely you guys don't really understand what I'm talking about but the main thought process is the one thing I have is my time and I need to be very wary of what I spent my time in right especially in terms of like my career if this is actually going to like advance me into anywhere or any place that I want to be in right because I don't have anything of monetary value to invest in so that's kind of where I'm at I want to post more on the podcast but I don't have time to post more on the podcast and it's like should I move this around should I even change my priority in regards to you know like this job and like move it around or just leave it so I can focus more on this type of stuff and that's kind of where I'm at and that's all I've been thinking my thoughts have literally been spiraling the whole day thinking is it worth it is it worth it is it worth it is it worth it so far I've had a disgusting amount of signs to show me that it is but here's the thing um little tangent I was listening to the at Lexi podcast as well I was heading on over to my to the bank like a, a grown woman does I'm taking a sip of water and um I remember she was like talking about this book I'm gonna pick it up it's called essentialism kind of summarizing it um and one of the main points was like you focus a lot more on details of like a lot of things and I feel like that's what I do a lot is that I f- I'm so into like the details of everything that I cannot see into like the bigger picture right and that is very like intense for me and I feel like that's where I'm at I feel like I need to just take a step back and I need to like look at the bigger picture because I'm getting so caught up in like these little little details and everything right and I don't I don't know that's something that I feel like I have to think about a lot more um but I truly am understanding that the only thing I have is my time I don't have money to invest with I have time that's like I feel like that's the two ways that you can multiply any type of money that you have is either you invest a lot of time into a certain craft so that can be like a source of income or you just invest more money into something and then that becomes another source of income so I don't know I think I want my life to be very simple and straightforward because i feel like that's the type of person that i am but i feel like my life doesn't reflect that i feel like i'm everywhere when i just need to be one place 
<laughs> does that make sense like just so you guys kind of understand like i work two jobs i like i'm trying to be like this really really i don't shut up guys i have a problem like i don't shut up that's why i have a podcast uh you know social plans social plans social plans social plans i want to be a good family member i want to be a good cousin a good daughter good this good that and i'm focusing on that and then like my academics and then now i kind of feel like i'm falling off in certain or like i'm performing average in all these areas when i don't want to so i feel like now i'm like i need to drop something and um i know what i want to drop but i'm just very wary of it (laughs) does that make sense i don't know if that helped with anything but but another thing that i did kind of speaking a little bit more about toxic environments i necessarily didn't have like the most um toxic environment even if i did i wouldn't like vocalize that like that's kind of fucked but um i feel like as a kid i was just very depressed um like i say this a lot very depressed self-harming a lot of hatred and i spent a lot of time um either trigger warning mentions suicide um but like either i would think about like when i would die and how i'd want to die or on the very little times during like my early teens where i would be hopeful of the future um like i would just always spend a lot of time in the future with like a future version of myself future version of myself future version of myself and that's exactly how i got through high school was like future version future version future version and as i was kind of tidying up the crib um right before i was about to record this episode because um, i was gonna head out to the library after um i found myself living in the present for the first time ever in my life like actually living in the present because i didn't feel the need to like look for my future like i'm at a point in my life where everything that i could ever like dream of is now in my present and this is like (laughs) so anxiety inducing right because it just doesn't feel real like it really my life does not feel real um and yeah there are certain like fuck-ups and certain shitty things that are happening but my life just genuinely does not feel real and um now i'm just kind of happy with the present because i see like the way my present is moving and the way i'm investing myself like investing into myself like i can only go up so i don't feel the need to constantly be like what about the future what about the future what about the future so now i'm just putting myself through all this stress because that's the only way that I can cope and that is not something I want to put energy into anymore I want to let go of that I want to not feel the need to be stressed all the time so that I can feel like I'm productive and I know this doesn't work because like it doesn't work because now I'm I'm, I'm at a point where I'm so at peace but my mind is like in like the survival fight or flight mode because that's what I was always in right because I didn't grow up in a very stable environment now I'm like I'm stable-ish, kind of. Um, as stable as I could be as like an 18-year-old. But I'm just like, damn. <laughs> this thought process doesn't work anymore. I can just be at peace now. Like, I can fully be myself. I always say this in every single episode, but like now I have like this self-perception where I'm like, I'm exactly who I want to be, right? And I know that, like, me being this person and me working the way that I'm working, things are going to work out. And that brings so much peace to my soul, which I have not experienced before. And then now my body is like, what the fuck? I remember 
I was making wudu for those who aren't Muslim. That's like the wash, the way you clean, cleanse yourself prior um, before you pray. Um, I was I, I I had that, and then my arm started tingling, and I had like an anxiety attack. I was like, why am I having an anxiety attack? And it was because I felt at peace. And that's like so weird, like how my body rejects peace because I've it's just such a foreign feeling. But I want this to become like my new normal. So to kind of summarize my main points, I feel like again, like I said, this episode has just kind of been an amalgamation of a variety of different things. To have a quick little summary, I'm letting go of feeling insecure feeling like um my insecurities allow other people to feel power letting go of that whole power dynamic the only person the only thing that can ever have power over me is Allah like my like God the universe whatever you want it to be a higher power um I'm honestly a lot more clear after talking to myself and the microphone in my kitchen (laughs) um a lot more clear about why like what i need to like invest into just like my time um and i'm going to like be more wary and more i'm actually going to let go and just leave things that take all of my time when it's like unnecessary um i need to enjoy the present more i deserve to enjoy the present i don't need to constantly be running and chasing after something i am now in a space where i have done all the work necessary right there's no amount of work that i could do that could bring me to a higher place i'm exactly where i need to be um and i'm worthy of that and i just have to sit back and receive and i i can just feel peace right um and i'm allowed to like be happy with myself right and be satisfied and that's not tied to you know complacency i feel like there's certain themes in my life that um i need to kind of heal from and i feel like i just view rest and being content as complacent but that's not the case at all but now time to talk about you guys this this episode is kind of hard for me to summarize in terms of like having a pool and having messages but this is the way i did it um, the question I asked was, do you have trust issues or new insecurities because of a toxic relationship? 83% of you guys said yes, and 17% of you guys said no. I want to understand the 17%, because <laughs> literally there's only five people, that's so funny. But um, The reason I asked this question was because that was the main thing that was on my mind in regards to like, the whole splurge, whatever, that I had about insecurities, um, and, like after, you know, like, very very toxic romantic relationship whatever the fuck that shit was um the reason i asked that was because i was so heavily on my mind like i feel like so like i felt very alone in that like to and i felt very ashamed that i've had allowed that person to have that much agency over me um but turns out that is not the case and somebody also fucking swiped up and said that I give them trust issues. Bitch, no, you give yourself trust issues. I'm a healthy person. I, I'm a healthy person, but I talk like I'm very toxic. And it's, it's very confusing to a lot of individuals. The next question was actually brought up by my roommate on this very table I'm sitting on. 
and I miss her so much. I have separation anxiety with my roommate, guys. It's actually very bad. Um, but the question that here's the context. I was talking to her about me feeling insecure with the whole relationship and went to like a whole thing. I don't even know what it was. I was just venting at that point. Um, shout out to her for listening. But <laughs> and she was like, um, and I'm very like, oh, like kind of like it is what it is type thing. But not like the toxic way. I'm nonchalant niggas be doing it. I'd be like, that's what God wrote for me, and I'm very happy because at least it brought me to be the person that I am today, and I love who I am. Um, to which she said, it's okay to grieve for a life that you couldn't live, or whatever. Something along those lines. She said it much more eloquently than me. Um, and I really thought about that, <laughs> and I was like, that's so interesting like because that's kind of how i feel sometimes um because i feel like well not anymore because I'm, sur- I'm surrounded by the right people but before like i would always be like very very like hustle hustle work 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 this is i don't want to be fucking working at tim hortons next year i want to be fucking i want to be podcasting and i want to be you know like fucking talking to people like i want to have a youtube channel like, i want to have all these type of things this is the type of stuff that i like doing so there's no shame in that so i just need to put in the work now to you know do it and um i always felt like i was like nobody understood it and maybe i'm not enjoying my youth and it, i kind of like gaslit myself and i'm like i'm not enjoying my youth i'm not doing this but this is what my enjoyment is i'm sorry this is like the youth portion of the podcast and i'm just like blah 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 blah, blah. but uh, again i was listening to the at lexi podcast i can you guys tell i'm like obsessed with her it's really bad um <laughs> but um i was listening to her podcast and she was like oh look there's this duality right that's why a lot of people and i'm like yes you made me feel so normal that there's this duality there's one part of me that's very like to do this to do this to do this hardworking. there's another part of me that's just very like free-spirited and i feel like i've kind of learned how to merge both by finding enjoyment in everything that like i do i think i kind of live like a borderline hedonistic lifestyle um and i'm proud of that i live for enjoyment and it's not like i'm being like overindulgent like i I work very hard and sometimes i do things i don't enjoy doing a lot of the times like you know what i mean but or like i hold myself accountable and that makes me feel very uncomfortable and all this type of stuff like i do a lot of things that make me feel uncomfortable that i don't enjoy but ultimately i find the enjoyment either the outcome of it or the enjoyment of simply being present in it anyways now up to your guys responses since i said my tangent let me repeat the question one more time do you grieve for a life you didn't live if so what would you have wanted that was the question oh fuck okay posted this last night um the first person says also shout out to the first person you always respond to my story whenever i post it and you're always like one of the first people to respond and it makes my heart so warm um um, she said, I would have wanted to be closer with my culture and growing up in a place with a lot of family. You know what? My sentiment is the same, shockingly. I did not grow up surrounded by my family or a lot of Somali people when I was like younger. Um, it wasn't only until I moved to Minnesota, which was like the past, like two years ago. And now I'm, with, now I'm in Toronto, not really with a lot of Somali people either. Um, and... I wish I grew up with like with more people within my culture so then we can kind of like relate at the same time 
I wouldn't have my life any other way because now I'm able to relate to people on from so many different cultures so easily, right? Like, um, I still have an appreciation for my own because I feel like, at least with my community, right? And I feel like a lot of communities, when you're really in it, like you're really, really in it, and you're really involved, you tend to see a lot of the bad things and then it makes you not like it. Whereas, I read a paper about this, whereas like when I'm kind of like more removed from it, I'm able to kind of just see the good you know what I mean like I can I, I'm not exposed to the bad and I don't really see the good and I feel like I kind of like that whole idealist idea of my culture a lot more and I also like being able to relate to a lot of people because of you know my life experiences I love how my episodes have become so much longer <laughs> oh my god it was my roommate who said this guys she said yes 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 just wanted some understanding and support definitely and i feel like we do this a lot where we extend a lot of sympathy um compassion and support to a lot of people even if they're even if they don't really plan on changing just because we know how it feels like to just not be understood and even up until now not being understood um very grateful i have you though and i get to see her every single morning um another person said just a tiny bit of motivation in the world to live ma'am have you tried therapy <laughs> that's so fucked but um no that's not good my friend like i mean obviously that's not good you should always want to live life but also sometimes i get where you're coming from well i do from like a past version of me now i actually get up and i enjoy my life i live life for enjoyment i don't know where i got that from i think it's a song i think it's like an afrobeat song Y'all, I'm clocked the fuck out. That's what I'm about to say. I'm so hyped. Anyways, growing up rich and white, just thinking of all of that privilege fills me with so much envy. I have this all the time. Had this when I went to high school, actually, in the States. Funnily funnily enough, the person that said this also went to high school with me in the States. But (laughs) I had this so hard. And I would see, like, well, all of them were kind of suburban kids. But when I would see, like, all of them, and I'm like, I'm technically one of y'all but like not really like i'm one but i'm not <laughs> like but um well, i just feel like so much resentment like i'm like why do you guys have problems no problems for you you have good life but that's really fucked up everybody has their own issues and stuff like that but in terms of with white people 100 percent yes when i look at other universities in canada because um my university is very very diverse when I looked at other universities in Canada, and I really peeped, I said, subhanAllah, you guys are all white. You guys are all, like, so privileged. <laughs> like, what the shit the fuck, man? You guys are so privileged. And with that privilege, what do you guys do? Absolutely nothing, because you know that your parent is going to get you a job when you graduate. So, like, you know that you're set for life, basically. And all you need to do is figure out what makes you happy. Whereas for me, I'm also privileged to a certain extent, right, you could say. But whereas for me, it's like, I need to figure out what makes me happy. I need to figure it out soon. Um, so then I can just do what I enjoy. But thank God, like, I actually found out what I enjoyed from a very young age. I was able to do it. But I feel like when all your basic needs are met in terms of just, like, education and all that type of stuff, it gives you so much room for just self-discovery. And I feel like it's so fucked up to say this, but self-discovery is such a privilege in this world. Like, I feel like the reason why I'm able to introspect so hard is, you know, 
even though like of course I've been through like my fair share struggle but it's also just because all my basic needs were met and I feel like if you are like if you're white my guy and your basic needs were met and you're not really taking that time to heal and introspect and do all that type of stuff then what the fuck are you doing like literally what are you doing with your time I really want to know like what are you doing anyways um I saw this fucking tiktok I was like why people be like my ancestors told me <laughs> it's like what ancestors what ancestors told you something I think about that so much spiritual white people make me giggle cause it's like genuinely what ancestors do you talk to anywho I mean I guess it depends on like what country you're from but like whatever um another person said I feel like I didn't work hard to take opportunities I feel I felt the same way and I was the same, well, yeah, you're a, year, you're a year younger than me. Yeah, felt the same way last year. Same way at the beginning of last year. I said, I did not work hard enough on myself. I don't know if you feel like it's like a myself thing or if it's just like a, you could have like turned in something better, done better work or improved the quality of your work. Um, but like, I don't know if that's how you felt, but for me it was very much like i wish i could work have worked on my self-confidence so then i could have taken these opportunities like way faster way faster but i let other people's perception of me rule my own like true person so then that whole year just worked on myself it was also a lot easier because it was during quarantine so i didn't have to really see anybody um so i don't know i feel like again i'm such like a lot i love you a lot but that's that's the type of person that i am um god made like the reason why i didn't take those opportunities or like there's a reason for it like god wrote something bigger for you right because if you would have taken those opportunities and you weren't healed and maybe you would have fumbled that bag or maybe the opportunity was even good for you which is exactly where i'm at right now where like i took all these opportunities and i had all of them all of them all of them and now i'm like this is not really good for me like this is not something that's good for me but yeah next one is uh, no, I don't because I can just go do it. I agree with that, actually. Out of all of them, that's the one I relate to the most. I don't regret anything because I saw this YouTube video I put into my watch later, but the title was, and I forgot the YouTuber. Oh my god, I feel so bad. So I was like living your teenage dream in like your, your university years or like your early 20s. That is precisely what I am doing. And that is precisely, I take no shame in that. I take no shame in that. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm enjoying my youth. And I put that above everything else. Right? Because that's like the one thing that I would agree for is I wish I had more fun. And now I do that shamelessly. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah. I'm going to wrap up this episode because I've been flapping my lips up and down for 35 minutes. Actually longer because I stopped recording this and I recorded a new one because I didn't like the way I started it. Um, and I also have assignments to do, my friend. Um... Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I want to leave you guys with a question I actually wanted to ask myself. I was asking myself while I was doing the dishes. When was the last time you smiled by yourself? Like, just by yourself, you smiled. And it was a genuine one. It wasn't just like in a picture. When was the last time? Because I think for me, it was probably like a couple days ago. Which is unacceptable. Unacceptable. You need to make yourself happy. With that side of my loud ass episode of water. Thank you so much for listening to me. Literally flap my lips for over half an hour. Much appreciated. 
Um, I hope you have a blessed and amazing week, friends, lovers, family, everything. Um, and I'll see you guys next week. When? I don't know. I don't have a fucking posting schedule. Leave me the fuck alone. I don't give a fuck. I, I laugh at the face of consistency.